Hey y'all, it's your girl Ty from the Normal Black Girl Podcast. Welcome back to episode three. This one's going to be called Blocked as Fuck. Y'all, listen, yesterday was such a rough day. I had to bounce back. I finished like my chores around the house. I did some rough drafts for recording, but I didn't really like them. But I'm going to keep them in a draft because I do want to go back and listen to them. You know, listen to my, my, my voice, listen to my cry, like how I was crying, how I was feeling. But yeah, I'm back next day. Um, I'm still chilling. I know I told you guys I start my job, my new job tomorrow. Um, so with this job, honestly, I just took a leap of faith with it. I've been wanting um, to be honest with you guys. I don't play. Like if a job is making me feel uncomfortable or I'm not like a burden or I'm not part of the team, I don't hesitate to move on. Um, but I tried to not do that with my previous job. I did want to stick around. However, I just couldn't get past management, um, the managing aspect of it, because I'm not an ass kisser. I will come in and do my job and do my job damn well. But I'm not going to kiss your ass because you're used to people kissing your ass and you're not going to talk to me disrespectfully. So I wanted to stay at this job for like my new job. Well, my old job, I wanted to at least stay there for probably like a year or two and I could just move around um, after six months or whatever. But I just couldn't do it. So I took this job, um, this federal job. And I can't really talk about it because it is a federal job, but pretty much I just took a leap of faith on it. I prayed on it. I asked for guidance, you know, help me to follow my intuition, show me the path. And literally on my last day of work on Monday at my old job, um, it was just something had occurred uh, in my old job to where one of the machines had broken down, which I am in charge of. And I was just helping, I was just helping put it back together. And I just, something came over me. It was like, I can't see myself doing this until my, my year mark in order to apply for a new job. I just can't do that or a new position with this company. And what if I didn't get that position? What, but the thing is like, oh, well, what if I did? But I have to get there first. And I just told myself I couldn't. I couldn't take it. Like I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that no more. I didn't want to. I couldn't see myself doing or being in a role under that management any longer. So I took a leap of faith and I followed my intuition and you know I prayed on it. And yeah, I'm gonna start my federal job. But pretty much this episode is called "Block This Fuck." I wanted to take time to tell everyone like. It's okay. Um, we all have those moments where it seems like there's a block. Like we're going through a block or it's like we're always facing like bumps in the road or you just want to be blocked off from everything else. We all go through it. I'm actually been going through it for since my miscarriage last year. Um, I actually talked to my therapist this morning. We had a video call. And one of the questions she asked me was, how long have you been feeling numb? Like, how long have you, can you say that you've been feeling numb? Like, to where you don't feel pain, you don't care what happens, you know. Yeah, I always see the positive things. Like, I always try to see the positive, like, because I'm just, I'm just one of those, life's going to do what it does. Life's going to do, but I always try to 
look at the positive of it. Like, yeah, you know, this didn't work out in my favor, but what lesson did I learn from it? And, you know, she said that's good. You know, that's good, but it's a bit robotic because it's the fact that you're not really acknowledging how you truly feel. Sorry, guys, I was trying to wash these dishes and I was just pouring something down a freaking drain. But it's the fact of you're not really, uh, you're not, she told me you're not really acknowledging how you truly feel. She said you acknowledging how you feel doesn't mean you have to showcase anger or just bust out crying or anything else, but just to brush it off to the side and be like, well, you know, what can I learn out of it? Yes, that's a good thing, but also acknowledge how it made you feel. In that moment, this made me feel like this. Why? And of course, then go on with, okay, so this is the lesson I learned from it. How can we put this to where if it happens again, you know, I can avoid it happening again and things like that. And I got what she was trying to tell me in a way because um, I have been feeling very robotic. I've been feeling very like, like everything is just a routine. Pretty much, it, it's just going to happen. This is my routine. This is what happens. It just is what it is. I don't really acknowledge anything that doesn't make me feel positive or happy, which is a blessing and a curse. And I got what she was saying. Like, oh, if it made me happy, if it made me sad or upset, okay, well, I'm not going to acknowledge. I'm not even going to give it the power to let it know or let them know that they made me upset. And in in return, I get what she was saying because I was bottling it up by just not acknowledging it. Even, even if it was something that the management had said to me that I didn't like, I could have pulled them to the side and let them know how I felt versus just, oh, well, you know, fuck it. They just going to, you know what I'm saying? And then I just keep on with my job. Because it led to this moment right here. Me continuing to bottle up these emotions led to this exact moment of me having my breakdown and realizing yeah this job wasn't for me this management it's not even a job wasn't for me this management wasn't for me this type of management is not something I feel like I can thrive in and in that particular department in which I was working for there was a high turnover rate and I wanted to be the I'm used to holding management position, team leader positions, things of that such. So I wanted to be the change in which I wanted, like to want it to see. I was in there, you know, being optimistic, pushing people, having fun, laughing. And y'all, I would get in trouble for freaking talking. Like I would hit my goal every day. But yet they didn't want me talking to nobody. They didn't want you laughing. They didn't want you talking. They just wanted you to work. And it's just like... But everybody's making their goal. I, you mean I can't come over here and ask somebody how their day is going? Or come over here and tell them a joke and y'all on my ass? And I'm not going to say it was just me, but it made me feel like it was just me because I would see other people that's been there doing the same thing I was doing, but yet nothing was said. So, I don't know. I try not to ponder on it too much. It's just the fact of, she made me realize a lot of things of 
yeah, it's good to be positive and good to see the positive and not acknowledge or try not to give negative things or people power. But you also can't be afraid to 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 acknowledge how it truly made you feel. You don't have to give power by showing them emotion or flipping out or anything and as such. But you can come to yourself or write it down in a journal. Or make a voice recording like I'm doing now. She said, make a voice recording like you do your podcast. And just hear yourself talk and just let it release. And let it release itself. Or find a neutral environment in which you can talk to the people or the person that's making you feel this way in which you can get your point across and they can get their point across and see if you guys can come to a better understanding now that last option i did give it a try um it it really was more of um they've always been that way so you know pretty much deal with it type thing so it is what it is. It is what it is. I think that's why I pretty much gave up. And I knew like. Just put my head down. And do what I got to do. Which I do anyways. But it just. It very made me feel very defeated on. Trying to. Help change the work environment. To where we can get people in. And they do stay. And people want to come to work. But if I ain't got help. I can only do but so much by myself. Especially if I'm not in a leadership position. But yeah. But block as fuck. I feel like blocking out anything that doesn't make you happy or is positive is very important. However, realizing like the things that don't, acknowledging that they don't. And why they don't is very important as well. So it's about balance. I also labeled this episode as blocked as fuck. Because I'm actually going to try to take a social media break. Um, I did try once before earlier this year. And it didn't work out well. Because I still found myself on social media. Spending a lot of time on social media. So I'm really going to try to be disciplined and do it this time around. And see how it goes. I'm I'm pretty sure. I feel like self-discipline is one of the things that I lack. Like I can do it for probably like one or two days. But actually sticking it out for a long time is very hard. And that comes with anything from like dieting to going to the gym. I noticed that I lack certain like self-discipline in certain areas of my life. And I really want to try to work hard on that. It's easier said than done. um, Because I am a very big procrastinator. So it's like, bruh. But I'm going to try. Yeah. But this episode, it wasn't too deep into anything. Um... I do have, I guess it would block this fuck as well. Um, to spice things up a little bit <laughs> pertaining to people. Because sometimes you do have to block some motherfuckers from social media. Alright. So, 
had this one person that always like inboxed me and wanted to like take me out and talk to me or whatever. So this person, I knew this person. However, you know, knew this person from my hometown. I really wouldn't give them time of day like that. It wasn't even that they weren't attractive or anything like that. It's the fact of like I just thought they just we weren't on the same chapter in the same book. Nevertheless, in the same book. Because the way they act and the things that I see them post, people be like, oh, you can't take somebody's social media serious. Yes and no. Like, if you're always posting consistently about the same thing, like, bro, you really mean, like, 50% of all jokes are true. (laughs) Let's be real. Because even though you can't go fully off of my Facebook on how I am, because I am deeper than my social media or my Instagram or my Pinterest or Tumblr, TikTok, whatever, Snapchat, it's the fact of, like, some of that shit that I be posting, I can relate to. It might not be true to me, like, I actually experienced it. In certain cases, I have actually experienced it. But I can definitely relate to some of the thought processes that I repost or retweet or whatever. So, yeah. But this person, like... Literally, these were, this is not, these are typed out statuses that they would write. And it was like very contradicting because I'm just like, my nigga, like, why are you, like, you're not like that, bro. You're not like that. And you're old at your big ass age. Like, this person was older than me. At your big ass age, why are you even still moving like this? You're moving like, and that's red flag red flag like a red flag like hell no i'm not about to but okay this person a chance i let him take me out on a date he's a gentleman whatever you know everybody always puts their best foot forward however as time went on like i noticed he moved very suspiciously like very suspiciously and i'm like bruh what the fuck like one minute you're you're writing me back 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 next minute gone ghost and i'm just like all right the times that i was ignoring you you was blowing my inbox up now that i'm actually giving you the time of day you're like oh one minute you're consistent 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 and then next i don't hear from you for like two three days which is cool i'm the type of person i ain't gotta write you every day anyways but I'm also the type of person, like, you could at least respond back. Like, you could at least, like, if if I wrote you last, pretty much, and I don't hear from you two, three days later, in that two, three days, I see that you've been active or whatever, or you read my message on their text or whatever, you couldn't take time to reply back. So, it was just like, and I just asked them one day, I was like, bro, like... You got you got somebody at home or something like, what the hell? I said you you I literally laid it down. I was like, bro, you been you was blowing me up when I wasn't giving you no time of day. Now I'm actually giving you the time of day, and you acting real fucking sketchy. And they would deny. They'd be like, nah, you know. My bad, y'all. I had to step away for a minute. I was putting on my house coat. 
because I'm still chilling. I came back from running a couple errands. But, um, yeah, they were like, no, you know, I just when I'm back home with my kids or whatever. And I, y'all, I don't really date men with kids, you know, because I don't have kids. And I feel like it's nothing wrong with having kids. It's not. But it's a really big transition um for people who don't have kids to be involved with somebody that has kids and potentially be able to meet the kids and be a part of their lives like it that is a very you know a very unique or tough transition for people without kids so i usually you know because i'm the type that get attached to kids like i get attached to kids animals so if i talk to somebody with kids I really don't want to meet the kids until like a year possibly later at least nine months to a year later because you know I know we're serious because you don't ever want to be in and out of somebody's life like I seen it growing up I didn't really see it growing up growing up my dad did have a lot of girlfriends and I would meet them but it wasn't like that you know my grandma wasn't playing that shit like you go to their house. Don't be bringing any and everybody up here. Because my dad lived with my great-grandma. So, and she helped raise me. Y'all know that. Y'all heard all that in the first season. Whatever. Back to my story. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, well, you, you know, I don't, when you, because this person traveled. Like, he was a, a driver. He was a truck driver for a company. And he would go, you know, wherever. He was stationed wherever. And he would hit me up. All the time, where he was at, whatever, would go on dates. But as soon as he went back home for the weekends, I wouldn't hear from him all weekend. He was like, oh, well, I'm spending time with my kids. And, you know, I don't really try to be active on social media like that when I'm, on, when I'm with my kids. I try to give them 100% of my attention. And I'm just like, nigga, you're lying. Like, because you straight up just posted all weekend long on social media. And I was like... But I brushed it off. I ain't even, because I wasn't taking him seriously. So I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand. So when I started to back off, he was like, oh, you're not fucking with me like that no more? Hell no. No, I'm not. Because, first of all, you're lying. I ain't say this stuff, but this is what I was thinking. I was like, first of all, you're lying. Secondly, you're trying to play me for stupid, because... You're sitting here lying to me. I didn't ask you a plenty of times, you know, to gave you plenty of opportunities to be honest with me. And yet you still choose to lie. So I was just like, nah, like, it's not that. I, you know, I ain't, it ain't that I ain't fucking with you. Just, you know, a lot of your, a lot of your stuff ain't adding up. And I was just like, I just think. We'll be best off as friends and stuff. And, you know, from there, he tried to get a little better. He did get a little better. He, he did try to hit me up more often or whatever. But it was still that same repetition. Like, one time he was traveling, he could hit me up all day, all day long, talking all day long. As soon as he went back home, Ended up just stop fucking with them all together. Like, 
I ain't write him. He stopped writing me. Cause I feel like he knew like I wasn't, I was on to him and I wasn't about to, I'm not one of them. I'm not, cause no, I'm not gonna be the one to mess up somebody's relationship or whatever. What you choose to do, do it on your watch. But don't ever take my choice away from me. Because if you would have been honest, and to this day, I really don't care. Um, I actually do have him blocked on social media when I plan on social media. Um, or are we? Wait. No, this one, we're not friends on social media. Um, I just, you know, I wish him all the best. I have no ill feelings toward him, but it's about to, like, this should be a sneaky four. My nigga, you're, you're, you're 30 plus. What are you, what are we sneaking for? You're grown. What's going to happen if you tell the truth somebody going to whoop you? Like, I don't understand why people sit there and lie like that over something they can honestly tell the truth about and give people the opportunity to choose. But I'm very into I'm very into communication and reassurance like you gotta cause I'm an overthinker I'm an overthinker so if your actions aren't matching your words and vice versa like no I'm that type of person to be like oh you know you gotta really watch their actions not what they say watch what, what they say watch what they do not as what they say like no, I'm watching both. I'm watching what you do and say. Cause if they don't align, then you gotta go. Cause some shit ain't right. If your actions ain't align, aligning with your words, uh-uh. I can't trust you. I can't trust you. And while I want to develop any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, business relationship, why would I want to form that with you if I can't trust you? Why would I want anyone in my vicinity or proximity around me if I can't trust you? That's stupid. That's crazy as hell. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I didn't have a lot of men lately, this year. This is the most men that I've ever had to approach me that had either had kids or they used to be married and now divorced or they are married and got kids but willing to risk it and I'm just like bro what the fuck I said, one guy I used to work with he actually got fired he had a wife and kids he's like yeah um he's like yeah I cheat on my wife and she knows she know I'm she know I'm a man I got needs and stuff like that but um I would never put you in no situation. I'm just like, bro, you trying to recruit me, my nigga? Like, no. You thought you thought that was gonna get you some brownie points because you acknowledge you have a wife and you acknowledge that you ain't shit. And you thought I would fuck with you? I'm like, no, bro. Hell no. I said, cause I said, what the fuck? I was like, so I said, so you would tell your wife? That you was cheating? He's like, nah, I wouldn't tell her. But she knows I'm a man, I got knees. 
bro what <laughs> bro what like what that don't even and this man was like over 40 that i used to work with they used to work at the um, warehouse he was over 40 and i was like my nigga no like dude come on bro like come on man you making you making black men look bad and married you making married men period look bad you making marriage look bad as a whole bruh as a fucking whole like i see why a lot of women no longer strive to be married bruh i do want to be married but it gotta be to the right person because and i you never know what your partner is gonna do nobody ever knows what their partner is gonna do Sometimes your partner doesn't even know what they're going to do in the future. They can be 100% loyal to you now and, you know, years down the road, hell, they might get tempted. So if I marry someone or have a child with someone, I don't need to know they're always going to have the best interest at heart of not only themselves, but us. Whatever us consists of. If it's just me and them, me, them, and a child, or me and them and a house full of kids, or whatever. You have the best intentions for all of us. And I will hope that anybody that wants to be in a union with me will feel the same way or want that same or expect that same thing from me. That not only do I have the best interest of myself, I have the best interest of us as a union, us as a whole. So, yeah, block this fuck, block that negative energy, but don't be scared to address it. Like, address how it feels. Address address how it made you feel. Address how, you know, what you learned from it. And then just block that shit out your life. Whether it's people, objects, a job. Like, if you feel like you're being mistreated at your job like I was. I felt like I wasn't appreciated. Like, I couldn't fuck up. Like, I really felt like I couldn't fuck up. <laughs> the machines could fuck up. But I could fuck up. And it's just like... I'm only fucking up because the machine ain't fu- is fucking up. So how you want me to be consistent, but the equipment that you're giving me is not as cons- is not consistent. You know, so uh, hell is just. I feel feel like taking this leap of faith. You know, it's something I I was supposed to do because, like I said, everything aligned perfectly. Um, with the orientation for this new job, it fell right on target with my vacation days that I had taken from my old job so it didn't interfere with my work schedule even when I had to take my defensive driving test for this particular position it um it fell on my off day from my other job so I didn't have to take any off days like I said it didn't interfere at all and I feel like it just aligned perfectly and why not you know just take a leap of faith but I do know my goal and intentions is to stay at this job for a while and just use it to finance my shit. It's just I got to get back in the groove of wanting what I want. Like, I know what I want, but just going after it. It's like, I know what I want. I know I want to start this purse line. I do still got the products for the purse line. However, I do want to just focus on having one or two purses. Like a small person and a big purse to release. Um, so I do want to cut back and reorder new products. I do know I want to do this YouTube thing. Whether I become an influencer or not, it's not really 
big because I'm not really a social media person. Someone that's always active on social media. So that would be something different for me to have to post and keep things, keep on trend with things and keep people in the loop. Honestly, I just want the wealth without the fame. (laughs) Give me the money and let nobody know who I am. That would be straight with me. I would have no complaints. I do know I need to be studying for this physical therapy assistant exam in November. I'm looking at possibly rescheduling it or pushing it back because my mind has not been there. My mind has not been there. Guys, I ain't even ordered all the material. I ordered one book and then cracked it open. I ain't ordered I got the stuff in my Amazon cart. I haven't ordered the, the test prep or anything. Like the practice test, none of that. So I'm definitely probably going to move that back until I can get my shit together, figure out like where my inspiration went and how I can get it back. Um, Even with the skincare line, I'm not going to come out with all the stuff that I had prior because it's just me. So I had scrubs, I had body shimmer oils, I had regular body oils, um, I had body butter. But I think I'm just going to stick to the body butter. Come out with one one brand or one flavor, which may be like, or maybe two. Um, I don't know, maybe one. And I'm just going to stick on the body butter because the body butter sold really well and got really good reviews on that one. I might do the body shimmer oil. I don't know. I may not. Um, but right now I do know I'm going to do the body butter. And yeah, that's just where I'm at right now. Um, finishing, try to finish my fiber security certificate. Um, just to have multiple streams of income. I was looking like becoming a notary and then also being a home inspector, becoming a uh, home inspector. But again, I, this is just ideas because I'm always looking for multiple streams of income. I'm always looking for ways to stay busy. And, um, you know, in my busy time, at least be making some type of money from being busy. But, yeah. Y'all, I'm still washing laundry. Like, I'm still doing laundry. I told y'all I had two weeks of shit, like my room I would clean the basic stuff I'll clean my kitchen the living room you know things to where people may have to walk through but my room I like I didn't notice that I wasn't even making my bed I would get up and it was just so routine like I just got stuck in my own little world or my own little my own little dark hole is what I'll say like I would just get up in the morning throw the covers back and then like I'm a wild sleeper, so my sheet, my fitted sheet will come off. And so I have my fitted sheet, I have the other sheets, you know, you just throw over and then I have my comforter. So I would just throw the comforter back, my fitted sheet would be off, like somewhat off the bed. I wouldn't even put that back. When I would get home, I would just sort of like, I wouldn't put the fitted sheet back. I would just throw like the regular sheet over it, like over the missing part straighten it out throw the comforter on me and go to sleep after taking like a shower and stuff but I just didn't notice like I didn't notice the shit that I was doing that would cause like that was leading up to me having a breakdown the breakdown that I did have yesterday until 
yesterday when I had to sit at home and not do anything. And I and it really was a self-realization like I didn't see it coming. And it's 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 like that. Like you go through I feel like we go through life so automatic sometimes that you don't realize like how unhappy you truly are or the things that you've been missing or I would just say the how unhappy you may be until you have to sit and deal with it. Because I was just working. I was working on my vacation. I was still moving. I was I didn't I, I stayed busy on my vacation. I didn't have to sit at home and deal with my feelings or how I was feeling, how I felt, how to, how this job made me feel when I got home. Like yeah, I would I would, you know, um I would release how I was feeling after work to my work friends. But once I left the property, I let it go, you know, because you never want to take work home. But to really realize, like, how unhappy I was or how they truly was making me feel and just going because I need to check. I'm going because I need to check. Like, the bills don't stop. The bills don't stop because you're having a breakdown. The bills don't stop because your feelings hurt. Suck it up and go. Just suck it up and go. And literally, I applied for this federal job, like, just to apply. I seen that they were hiring and I just applied to just apply. And I got it. Like, I got it. I wasn't even expecting to get it. I wasn't expecting. I had already put in my vacation days, like, in July. And I wasn't expecting for the train to be right on my vacation days where I needed it. It just everything aligned perfectly. And every morning, I always ask for wisdom, guidance, you know, to follow my intuition. Uh, you know, whatever's meant for me, make its way to me. And whatever's not meant for me, just let it tear itself away. And in that moment, I started to realize, like, hey, you know, this might be for me. Because everything just kept aligning perfectly. And it was even in a point, and I was talking to one of my work friends, where I wasn't even going to take this job, the federal job. I was just going to stay where I was at because I didn't want to switch jobs. I wanted to stay somewhere to where I can gain some longevity and I'll just move around in the company. But it was just too much. It became like my last day was just, it it just made so much sense. It just literally hit me like, I can't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. It's exactly what I said. I can't see myself doing this for, for, it's not even the rest of my life. I can't see myself doing this until my year mark or whatever before I can apply. I can't see myself doing this, taking this, taking this, doing, you know, going through this. And I just went ahead and took the offer for the federal job. But guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. This episode went a lot longer than what I thought it was. Um, again, it's your girl Ty from Normal Black Girl Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to episode three. Um, I hopefully will drop episode four later today. That way we got those three episodes over and done with. See you guys in the next one.